This is Chris Hargraves and welcome to another episode of the Tips for Lawyers podcast. Today, episode 42, we're creeping up towards the 50 mark. You can find today's show notes in tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 42. I just thought I'd slow that down for a bit of drama there. Not that dramatic, but today we are talking about patience. Before I get into that, I would invite you to check out tipsforlawyers.com. Have a look at the writing guide you can get there at the moment. You can get it on the homepage. If you are a listener of the podcast and you haven't subscribed to Tips for Lawyers, I would definitely invite you to do that. Just jump onto tipsforlawyers.com, fill out the little form on the homepage there, and I'll send you a free legal writing guide that will help you take your legal writing to the next level as long as you actually pay attention to it. I do know how these downloads go. I know that we download things and don't necessarily read them. And if we read them, we don't necessarily implement them. And as a result, we read a lot of things that are a colossal waste of time. So if you're going to waste your time and you're not actually going to read and implement any strategies, then you might as well stop reading because there's very, very little point in continuing. Now, after that, slightly belligerent start. (laughs) Today, I'm going to talk about patience, not the medical type of patience, but the type that is sometimes a virtue. We've all heard the phrase patience is a virtue, and I'm sure most of the time that is correct. And certainly there are good reasons to exercise our patience, and patience in and of itself is quite a wonderful thing to exercise. It is a sign of our contentment. It is a sign of the fact that we are prepared to let things happen. But there are certain circumstances where patience is not necessarily a virtue. And today we're going to explore a few of those in particular. And I want you, as you have a listen to these three particular tips that I'm going to give you on when patience is not a virtue, to see in your own life whether there's any goals, activities, aspirations, whatever label you want to use, where patience is what you're telling yourself is happening. But in fact, it might be one of these things that in fact is happening anyway, in which case, I guess the phrase should be modified, although it'd be far less catchy to be, patience is a virtue, unless it's not really patience. So, the first example I think we can find fairly easily in our own lives uh, and in the lives of others is patience is not a virtue when in fact, It's just a convenient excuse. And just for fun, look, I will link up in the show notes uh, my 23 fantastic excuses that you can use when you don't want to accomplish anything meaningful. Some of these might ring very true to you, but I think a lot of the time, particularly when it comes to our career development, when it comes to our networking strategies, when it comes to our desire to achieve certain things in our lives, we tell ourselves that we're being patient. We say there's lots of time to do that, or there's plenty of time for me to get involved in those things, but for now I'm doing X, Y, and Z. But in reality, saying we're being patient is in fact just an excuse. And I say that in this particular context, this is where you know that there is something either that you have to do, that you are supposed to do, that you are called to do. Perhaps you have a greater purpose to which you are called than what you're currently doing. Perhaps you have bigger goals that you want to achieve than the direction you're currently headed in. But, of course, the old adage comes on, which is if you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, uh, then you are, of course, a fool. So, 
not having any foolish listeners or for that matter foolish readers, I'm sure this isn't something you want to get caught in. Let's take an example on career trajectory. I don't know that many young lawyers who don't want to advance in their careers. And despite knowing that they want to advance in their careers, they want to get promoted, they want to have greater responsibility, they want to get involved perhaps in some management or some firm operations or whatever it may be, because the trajectory is different for everyone. They know those things and yet they don't deliberately design what they do on a day-to-day basis to that end, with one exception, which is, of course, billing as much as humanly possible. And I've spoken about that before, that there are various other ways of adding value beyond just billing. But in that particular instance, what they tell themselves is they're being patient. You know, their chance will come, time will come. And the reality is that's just a convenient excuse. And we need to look at what it's an excuse for. And the next two examples are going to be a couple in particular. But often, it is an excuse for the fact that they just don't know what to do. They have a desire, they have an aspiration, but they haven't broken it down because they don't have the underlying knowledge. And if that's you, if you're in a situation where you're telling yourself the good things will come in five or six or seven or 10 or 15 or whatever years, depending on where you're at, but you haven't actually given any thought to what steps you need to be taking so that those things do come in a timely fashion, then you're really missing the mark, quite frankly, because you might tell yourself that you're just putting the hard yards in and that you're being patient, but you're not actually doing what you need to be doing. And so you're not on the path to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. Another example, of course, is finances. A lot of young people don't look after their finances because they take the view that they have plenty of time to fix that. But of course, they all want to be wealthy. They all want to have investments. Okay, not everyone wants to be wealthy. Many people want to be wealthy, but lots of people want to, particularly in a legal career, not necessarily spend their entire lives until they die doing it, but they haven't taken the steps necessary to actually build up the necessary backing so that they have that flexibility in the future. These are a couple of convenient excuses. We tell ourselves, maybe not in this word, but we tell ourselves that we're being patient that we're just biding our time, that we're putting in the yards, that we're attending the office, we're paying our dues is another one that comes up. And certainly there is an element of that that's necessary. But if you're not adding a layer of deliberate conscious decision making and hard work on top of that, then you're simply using that as an excuse for inactivity. The second one, and I think it comes off the first one fairly nicely, is the issue of fear. There are a lot of people who are afraid to actually do something that might stand out. And I have spent a lot of time on fear in the past. In fact, I've done an entire podcast on it, which I will link up, about the bird in the cage. And in reality, there are a lot of young lawyers out there who are birds in cages. They don't like the confines that they find themselves in, and they wish to be free in whatever aspect that might be. They want to spread their wings. They want to get out there. They want to promote themselves, they want to build a network, they want to have a greater income, they want to get promoted, whatever that goal might be, they know what the goal is. But given the opportunity, and I should say, you always have the opportunity, given the opportunity, they don't take it. And so you end up in this situation where the cage door is simply lying open, but you refuse to step out of it because the confines, as well as restricting you, they also protect you. There is very little that will go wrong if you simply turn up to work each day, bill your billable target, do what you're told, you will probably not be fired. 
at least not until the time comes where no one knows who you are, but you will probably not be fired if that's all you aspire to do. But at the same time, neither will you stand out. You won't kick big goals. You won't achieve big things other than incidentally to doing what you're told. So I think the fear of getting noticed in a bad way really holds a lot of young lawyers back. And in this context, it is in fact fear rather than patience that is stopping you from making decisions which matter to your career, to your personal life. And I'll give a classic example here, which is the idea of getting out of the law. A lot of lawyers genuinely believe in their gut that they don't belong in the law anymore, but they are terrified of getting out. And they might be terrified of getting out for practical and legitimate reasons, but it might be irrational as well, because often our fears are far worse than the reality of doing something. So if your fear is what's being used as an excuse for your patience, then you really need to reconsider, take a rational look at what it is. Let's take that uh, getting out of the law example. And I know if you do that, you won't be a listener of this podcast much longer, but um, it is a good example. Maybe it's flexible work hours. Maybe it's taking on a different role. Maybe it's going into business for yourself, all these various things. But we have this usually irrational set of fears. Some of them might be grounded in reality, but many of them will not be. And if those fears are what's holding you back, and I encourage you to explore them a little bit more, I'm not saying you're not going to be afraid of these things. In fact, fear is going to happen. Fear is the natural response to taking a step that perhaps is bolder than what you're used to taking. And that is going to happen. And you don't need to avoid fear or get over it or wait until you're not afraid to do something. You need to accept and deal with the reality of the fear that is preventing you from making the decision, taking the step, learning the thing, taking the course, whatever it is you need to do, then you actually need to do it rather than not doing it. So fear, a convenient excuse um, and one we often call patience, but in reality, inside ourselves, we know that what's holding us back is a desire not to make too much of a flap or not to have our parents call us up in a panic or not to put ourselves or our spouse or our children at risk. It is fear. It is not patience. And it does lead, I should add, to the lives of quiet desperation that a lot of young lawyers find themselves in because they desperately want to make a decision. They just are not actually in a position where they've got the stomach to do so. The third and final example that I wanted to provide for what sounds like patience but isn't patience is laziness. And I think this is an interesting topic to raise in the context of lawyers because I've never yet met a lawyer who doesn't work hard And in fact, most lawyers work very, very hard. Some work so hard that it's ridiculous. But there is an interesting element of laziness. And it comes back to the fear argument to some extent as well, which is we work very, very hard within the confines of what we know. And although we want to do other things, we tell ourselves we don't have time, we don't have the training, we don't have the inclination. um, But there is still that list of things that we want to achieve. It's still that element of advancement. We know, for example, we should be building our networks, but nothing is more uncomfortable than walking into a room full of people that we've never met, finding someone to talk to, shaking their hand and saying hello. And so instead of doing that, despite the fact that every young lawyer knows they need to be building their network, we wait for a comforting way to do it. Either we wait for a big firm event or we wait for something else to happen where, in fact, we're compelled to engage in the activity rather than taking the step out ourselves, rather than setting aside the time, rather than doing what we need to do 
in order to actually accelerate ourselves beyond things that fall into our laps. And that is by and large an element of laziness because what you're doing is you're substituting the known for the unknown. So yes, every lawyer could work 12 or 14 hours a day, full stop. If that's all you are bringing to the table, then I'm going to make the challenging assertion that you are in fact being lazy. And you're being lazy not because you're not working hard, but you're being lazy because you refuse to embrace the realities of what you need to do to in fact protect and stand out in your future. It is your future that you're working towards at the moment. And if all you are is someone who works 12 or 14 hours in the office, again, I'm fairly comfortable that you won't be fired in the process. But what about the rest? What about the rest of legal practice? What about building yourself up for that partnership application? What about building your network? What about engaging in marketing activities? What about mentoring? What about building your personal brand rather than simply always working towards your firm brand? And I've done another podcast on that, which I'll link up in the show notes. And these are the things people don't do. And they don't do them because they don't want to spend the time which is fascinating because they're happy to spend the time within their comfort zone. They just don't want to spend the time outside their comfort zone because it involves learning new skills. It involves reading potentially, and I dealt with reading and inactivity beforehand. It involves stepping outside and actually taking more than what you're used to. But the fact is, it is a combination of hard work and true patience that are going to get you to the goals you want to get to. Whatever they are, it is hard work and it is patience. Don't use patience as an excuse not to do the hard work because often what we're doing is, as I've said, an element of laziness. What we're doing is resting on our laurels. We've got the law degree. We've got a job, hopefully. uh, We're working and we really are just resting on our laurels. We're not advancing ourselves as fast or as hard as we know we can. And I want to encourage you today to break that mold. It doesn't mean I want you to spend 20 hours a day in the office. It doesn't mean I want you to work yourselves to the bone and go crazy and generally ruin your life. What it means is I want you to reevaluate what you are spending time on and how much of your time is spent inside your comfort zone doing what you know and how much of your time is spent outside your comfort zone doing what you know you should be doing in order to be building your careers effectively. So, an interesting evaluation, I think, for everyone to do, including myself, after listening to this podcast. What are you doing that you're telling yourself is you being patient, but in reality is you being afraid, you being lazy, or you making excuses to simply prevent or delay the things that you know you should be getting into? This is the Tips for Lawyers podcast. My name is Chris Hargraves, and that was episode 42. I will link up those two other podcast episodes, The Bird in the Cage and The Building of Your Personal Brand, in the show notes at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 42. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.